what we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the hustle sold separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you people out there doing your own thing, going your own lane, doing it differently than everybody else has probably told you you should do it. Uh, you guys know I always say that every week that like, look, it's we've got all kinds of you guys are producers and artists and entrepreneurs and CEOs and innovators and techie and fashion. Like we got a really eclectic group of people that listen to us uh, globally. And I really, really appreciate all of you. And you guys know that like we always preach on here. It's it's OK to do your own thing. Like you, you should you know, you probably think outside the box, you probably misunderstood. My guests get you. I get you. We all get you. Everybody that comes on is carving their own path. They're doing it very differently um, than society, quote unquote, says you should do it, right? And as you guys know, I always say, uh, I don't glamorize or glorify end success because success is arbitrary. It's up to the individual to decide what is your level of success and like, what are you looking for for you? My opinion is if you're following your own gut and your own heart, you're kind of already successful, but that's my opinion. You got to also love yourself enough to know that as well, but we, we definitely dive into a lot of details here. There's been a lot of increase um, in uh, uh, listeners. I really, really appreciate from my day ones. I appreciate you guys for all the newer people. Thank you for being here. Um, Matt Gottesman. You can find me at Matt Gottesman on Insta. Um, that's the personal account that leads to all the other endeavors and ventures and things like that. And the music side and the business side and the digital side, you can find it all there. Um, reach out through DM text. You know, I've replied to every single one of them. I have for the last seven years starting over at HDF Magazine, where 130,000 of you guys are at. And I really appreciate you guys constantly reaching out. I do my best to get to every one of your texts. I, and that's going to forever stay that way until I, I like bleed to death, or, apparently. But I appreciate you guys. Um, you can find me over there at HDF Magazine for their intersection of creativity, culture, and entrepreneurship. And of course, at Hustle Sold Separately. Um, and like I said, reach out for anything. Thank you for all the ratings and reviews and the millions of downloads. It means a lot. And here we are, uh, we're on episode 360 and, uh, we are deep. We are deep into, <laughs> we, we're never stopping at this point. So, um, and I've got another amazing episode, Brian McKnight Jr. Um, I came to learn of his music more in the last year or so. Um, uh, and, uh, very familiar with his family's line of work and music and, uh, grew up actually with his father's music. Um, and, uh, he is really making uh, waves himself, uh, creator, singer, songwriter, he, a father himself, uh, a, an author coming out here now. Um, uh, and, uh, just, just give you guys a little bit of a background, uh, marry your daughter, 2020, uh, he did in collaboration with Chris Moves. Uh, he recently released a, a reimagined version of that. It, it was a viral hit uh, that happened, Marry Your Daughter. Go check that out uh, if you haven't already heard it. Uh, amazingly good. And uh, after a decade, he did a re-release. It caught fire again. Not surprising. Um, and it's over 2 million streams worldwide right now, while the original had soared over 18 million. Guys, it's not an easy thing. I get that we live in this world of numbers and, you know, uh, we, we hear all these numbers. and But... 18 million strong is a, a very, 
is a, is a badass number. So we got to pay this man respect. Um, and for 2021, he's working on a book entitled The Player's Handbook for Finding Happiness. It's going to be a short autobiographical uh, self-help catered to young and older men alike. So all you guys listening, pay attention, who have a hard time keeping their vices in check, especially when it comes to women. We've just had the po- a whole podcast on this like three podcasts ago. So let's let's continue that conversation there. Uh, and then on, um, you know, he, uh, he, he plans on being a, a huge mentor to young men on these subjects, also wants to become a beacon for women to be able to understand guys a little bit more. Um, you know, the divine masculine and divine feminine need each other more than they, they give a lot of credit. And we all have both of those inside of us. So uh, he's going to be very real, raw and informative. Um, his first feature indie film, Freshman Friday, was just released on Amazon Prime. Go check it out there. Uh, he plays the lead role, Claxton, also has four songs on that soundtrack. A uh, humble production that was directed by one of his good friends, Robert X. Golfin, and written by Steven Slates. Both NC guys like himself, and the movie is really just their tribute to the HBCU days. That's really cool. We're going to hear a little bit more about that if he wants to share that, of course. Uh, we're going to totally riff as we always do. And uh, preparing a few other concepts uh, right now, one of being um, being the mayor uh, about a guy uh, and his dog. And it'll be uh, like an adult uh, adult children's book, uh, which I'm always an advocate of, actually, um, but using it through songs. And um, like a grown-up Disney movie soundtrack, the title song is already done, and he's looking for artists to bring him uh, and uh, a little doggy to life. And uh, more music as well coming in 2021. Dude's busy. So having him on the show, I'm grateful, man. Like, thank you for being here, bro. Really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that intro. That was... uh... That, that made my morning right there. Perfect. Well, we're done. So there, <laughs> no, that's, listen, you got an incredible background, man. And you've been doing music for, for quite a, quite a amount of time. It's in the family. It's in your blood. Um, you, for context, for everybody listening, you can go as far back as you want, but like, how, how do we get here and all, all that you're doing now and how that's, you know, going to kind of drive a little bit of the conversation about where we're going from here. <laughs> man, how did we get here? Well, right. For me, man, um, I'm one of those people that kind of believes that I was really born into just this life of mine. You know, I think God himself kind of knew that being a singer-songwriter from the foundation alone, he put me exactly where I needed to be, man, into the most musical family, I think, of all time on both sides, my mom and my dad. So it was kind of a no-brainer for me, at the very least, to write songs, man, but it was really... Uh, it was really imperative for me at a young age to become an artist. I knew I wanted to perform. I knew I wanted to honestly just be bigger than my dad. And he was always an advocate in telling me that I could. So that gave me the fuel I needed, man, honestly. And had a studio in my room since seven or nine or mm-hmm. seven or eight. And from then on, it's kind of been nonstop. So in terms of my 10,000 hours, man, I'm probably closer to <laughs> 100,000 at this point. <laughs> Damn, right? But, um. Honestly, man, it's I, 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 there's nothing else in the world like it. And I'm just so blessed and so thankful that I'm able to wake up every day and really follow my dreams, man. Not that some days aren't more difficult than others, but mm-hmm. it all feeds, you know, that that natural drive I have for A, wanting to be the best and B, wanting to just share all these gifts and all these experiences, man, that I've just really been so blessed to have at such a young age, you know, just turned 31, but I know I've lived enough to relate to my 41 year old peers. Mm -hmm. And um, that for me is unprecedented, man. And 
yeah, like I said, I try to infuse all of that knowledge and all of this pain and love into my art. And it's really been, you know, the most humbling thing the last two years that I've kind of really started to catch fire on my own. Um, just the reaction I've got, the response I've gotten from the people from all around the world, man, it's been so incredible. So um, I'm just really excited to see where it all goes, man, from where it's been. I've lived all over. I've traveled all over. I really have been able to get a good glimpse of the world, man. And just thinking about what everything that's going on in the world now and how many young kids, especially young black kids, man, don't really get a chance to even travel and might not even get a chance to travel now. Um, I would love to be able to give them a little, just a, a, a different point of view, man. I want to become, you know, that new option to those people who are open for a role model like me, you know, that's, yeah. that's who I really want to be, man. So I appreciate platforms like this where we can really just um, let it all out, man. So yeah, just thank, thank you for having me, man. Really. Yeah. You know, well, and you brought up a really good point um, being that, um, you know, we have a very heavy responsibility right now in general of um, moving people past the <laughs> craziness of the outside world and into yeah. movement and mindset and hey listen like all right let's let's take this time let's sit down let's talk how do we how do we motivate and inspire what are some solutions how can we move the needle let these people all fight over here i need to move exactly. you i need to move you i need to move you and i think um so there's a lot of uh responsibility in that and and you're right and so having platforms and having these conversations so unbelievably important um and I, you know, by the way, is it's cool when you said like it to appeal to my forty-one-year-old peers. I'm forty-one, bro. So there you go. So, so I was like, dude, is he just like, I love is he just adding ten years, or just does he know like he's just channeling his, uh, you know, you, you know, but but yeah, um, transcendence of music, you know, uh, across generations and ages and all that. And then, um, um, you know, and then I I appreciate you know your father saying, and you can be, you know, kind of like yeah. the 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 passing of a of a, a torch but also like a mentorship of like listen like do it whatever it is that makes sense to you do it like i i want you to have that like because you know it's in you so keep keep taking whatever all of this already is and and running with it and then having the work ethic when you said the hundred thousand hours man do i feel you because i mean you're going from seven to 31 <laughs> that's some yeah, time man. man i think it's probably easy for people to so a lot of people can see you young right and say like oh you're 31 and you know you're doing all these things you're like i started at seven man you know yeah, man. <laughs> right do you do you get that do, do people miss that sometimes you know um, definitely, man. Um, and especially because I haven't always been as outgoing with my level of production, mm -hmm. you know, I've only just recently begun to really, really show off, you know, for a lack of a better phrase. People never really saw me in the studio. They, they don't really know much about how, you know, how long we toured, how grueling that process was, you know, um, and even not just for me, man, you figure my brother is three years younger than me. And has pretty much put in the same amount of time, if not more, because he wears even more hats than I do now. So um, it's definitely uh, uh, it's definitely new for people, man, when they realize just how much we've done in this short amount of time. Um, but then it becomes motivating. You know, I instantly yeah. see how people are inspired by it. You know, obviously, you've got those people that hate, but that comes with the territory. Always. And that's another big thing I want to be able to teach, you know, even young and up and coming artists. It's like, man, the, the biggest, the, the, the first thing you should do is forget what people think, mm -hmm. period. 
Yep. And like you said, man, just dive headfirst into whatever that thing is that makes you happy, that makes you forget about time and focus on that. And everything else will come, you know, and it may sound cliche to some, it may sound hallmarky, but it's so true, man. And I love the fact that I can even say for myself that I am a true testament of sticking to your guns, knowing your worth and never really settling or compromising for your dream. I have always been really headstrong, man, since 17 to now, you know, at 17, I started taking label meetings. I started doing all those things myself. And it was astounding to these people that I was meeting just how savvy I was, first (laughs) of all, but just how I was really not some green kid coming in here and you really couldn't just talk to me any kind of way. And I would let people know that. Um, Did it make my journey take a little longer? Definitely. But the beauty of it now is, man, even with Marry Your Daughter, the success I've had just in the last three months to know that it was all me. It was all the work that I put in. I decided to do it. And there was really no one that could say they, not that they didn't help, but there's really no one that can take take uh, the credit, man, for all the work that went in except for me and my team. And that is, um, that's that's really a great part of it for me. And not that, I, you know, I'm not a collaborator, but, you know, sometimes you really don't, you really just don't get the credit for how hard you work. So yeah. I love that um, this first thing for me, man, is kind of that. And it's just leading to so many more opportunities that allow me to kind of just stretch my muscles out, man. And that's really where I am now. Um, just constantly progressing. That's it. You brought up a really, really good point. Um and I wanted people to, to hear that where you were saying, you know, yeah, you're 17, 18, going to these label meetings. They couldn't just, you weren't just some dreamy eyed kid or like sign me or I want this. Like you, you were right. savvy enough to be honest. And when you're honest, that's going to throw some people off a little bit like, Hey, like, no, this doesn't like, I, I would want it this way. Not that way. Like this doesn't make sense. Um, yep. Going in there and being honest. I say to everybody, honesty just solves everything. Like, don't, I think people, yeah. they're, they're scared of what somebody else is going to, I get it. They're, they're scared of what somebody yeah. else is going to say. I totally get it. But I'm telling you, like, there's a reason why they say that the truth has shut you free. It actually is a it very really true statement, happen. man. And, yeah. but interesting that you said, and it takes a little bit longer. Yes. To that too. Oh, yeah. Because when you're honest, you are not like everybody else has different layers too and and especially in in any industry but you know and we'll 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 talk about yours you know there's levels of people like here's the formula we just sign some dreamy kid we make a lot of money off of him and that's or her and that's the way it is you know they they, you know without really sometimes without the integrity or hey how we how do we make the you know really good for the artist and how do we make really good for us and how does everybody win all these things you know so um Integrity, man, can make the long game a little bit longer, but uh, it sure as hell beats the short game and um, getting into Definitely. really bad situations and around really bad people. Honesty, man. Definitely, man. Right? Definitely. Um, definitely, man. The the thing that has worked the most for me, you know, in this point in my life is brutal honesty. Yes. And it definitely took relationships to learn that man <laughs> so true you know i'm um, again man being a young man i i was able to dive head first into all vices yep. i just really was i had it all at my fingertips but at the highest level and i know that that's really something that a lot of people really don't get when i say that which is what prompted me to really write my book man honestly um with the intention still of wanting to help but 
I don't think a lot of people, and especially a lot of women, to be honest, really don't know what it's like to be a young guy that has everything thrown at him, mm. but having it all stick. You know, it's not like, you know, I had to guess at a whole lot of these things. Man, I was 18 years old and just knew what I could do. I just knew I could have any girl I want. I knew I had all this money. I knew that I was traveling. So for me, I never had a reason or, or, or a big enough reason to have the type of integrity that I've learned just within, I'll be honest, this last maybe three or four years mm -hmm. that it really takes just to be happy with yourself. You know, I think that's, that's the foundation of chasing any dream, man, yep. is that you must be happy with yourself. You must be happy with what you're doing. You know, I remember one of the biggest lessons I learned in school, one of the only lessons I remember, you know, from middle school, because I was a terrible student, but I had <laughs> my history teacher, Mr. Hughes, man, told me, if you can't wake up and look yourself in the mirror yep. deeply, right into your own eyes and be happy with what you see, chances are nothing else is going to fall into place. And even if things do, they are most likely not going to be aligned with you you know, as aligned with your purpose as it should be for you to really blossom as you'd like to. So my biggest thing, and like you said, is definitely, I mean, honesty is the best policy. Like it really is. Whoever said that had to have gone through it to figure it out. So, you know, Amen. I trust it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You, I mean, you nailed it right there too. And, and you're right. I mean, different path, but I think back to all the vices uh, in, uh, my early twenties and in my twenties and, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. It just, well, just like, you know, it, uh, um, you know, I mean, <clears throat> it's for me, I, I, I get what you're saying. You know, I was, I was about 33, 34 and I, 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 my life drastically changed. Like, uh, I, like I hadn't anticipated, I mean, on paper I had it all looking a certain like way. And I, I was quote unquote, you know, happy. Um, yeah. and, uh, but I remember at 33 being like, shit, like, and cause I, like everything got, like, I, I had a surrendering moment. I was like, God, take the wheel. And uh, I mean, like instantly yeah. stuff just removed one at a time, which if you're not yeah. used to that, you're, you're all of a sudden like, I said, I need help. I didn't say remove, you know, like it took, yeah. it took me, yeah. the, you got to pull the, 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 the curtain away. And then you're like, oh got it this is about my relationship with myself yeah, cool man. and yeah, then you're definitely. you're you're absolutely right man you're absolutely you know go to go inside and and understand that role and you're right and when you're saying like the last three or four years i get that i get i get that completely to um radical self-love and radical yeah. um uh, accountability reliability consistency um yeah, and man. there's layers to that shit man <laughs> there's some serious oh, yeah. layers to get there you know yeah man it is um it is the the toughest onion to cut, right? And you will cry. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, but that's the beauty of it, man. And um, what I what I appreciate so much about self realization is that's exactly what happens, and it's a it's a really a beautiful thing to get to that point where, like mm -hmm. you said, man, because I definitely went through it. I was twenty six, my twenty sixth birthday, mm. my entire life really changed, like overnight. And it was, I had so many things taken from, well, that's the thing. I felt like these uh, things yep. were being yes. taken from yeah. me, you yeah. know, but, you know, the biggest thing is, man, detachment, 
mm-hmm. you know, for me, it was like some, you're going to have to let go of some things to rise. Yep. I mean, that's just physics, you know, at that yep. point. Um, and when it's internal, man, when it's, when it really is about going within oneself and just really finding out what the core is that you need to be happy. What are the, what, what are the things that you really can't live without? You know, that's what it came down to for me, man. And the biggest thing for me is music. Yeah. And when I started living from that, everything, you know, my relationships became better. My, mm-hmm. my, my work became better because I was, at, I, I was, I was doing everything from my heart, man. I was doing everything from my soul and from a place to where even the things that I share with people, I only want to enhance. I don't, I don't really do a whole lot of the, the, the sad and, and, and yep. really, really, you know, I just, I, I, I'm trying to, I want to do everything I can to get everyone out of this always in our feelings type era we're in now, man. And not to say that there aren't real topics in there, but I think the beauty in what I've, you know, what, what I've learned to do with my art, man, is at the very least make it happy. You know, even, even in those more deep topics, even in those, you know, relationship issues or family issues and the things that I, I talk about, I always have it come from a positive place and a, a, a reinforcing place for people to want to learn, man. I feel like a lot of the rhetoric around a lot of these things have always been so fire and brimstone that that even itself kind of scares people from doing the work because, you know, they expect it to be the worst. But for me, it's like, no, you just have to expect that realness. You're, you're yeah. going to go through things and there's no way around it. And the more that you hide from that is only going to make it worse. And I mean, we all know that trauma runs the world right now, man. And I think that right. 2020 really exposed everyone's trauma. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I'm like, I do. It's a no brainer at this point. The things that I feel like we have to work on collectively, which is what I appreciated about all these things that happened this year was everyone's true colors were shown. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Um, for those of us, man, who, who have been doing the work, I feel like it go. is imperative for us to start teaching these tools to these newcomers who are now feeling like they're in limbo or feeling like, you know, their lives are just being shaken up because they are, but they need yep. that guy. They need that Moses dude to be like, it's all right. Yep. And here are some tools that help you navigate, you know, through this water. And um, I, again, just appreciate so much, man, that I've been able to experience so much that I can be one of those people that can really, really help, man. And honestly, being a father, and now having to really mold this mind or these two minds as my son and my daughter, honestly, obviously that really, really shapes our entire, I mean, I mean so much of why I am the way that I am now, man, because I will not let them take on any of my bad habits or mm. any of my, you know, I'm doing everything I can for my son not to have to go through what I went through with my dad. Cause I can already see how you are a little carbon copy of me, bro. So that means you've got a little bit of my demons in there already. <laughs> so we got to work that out. <laughs> right. Um, I and even that. that man is such a beautiful thing. You know, I love being a dad so much. I love, 
being able to break these generational curses, man, uh, like on on a physical level, being able to see these things breaking down and to know that the future really will be so bright um, in the sense of just for myself and what I've always wanted for my family um, to kind of see these things on the horizon, man. I really appreciate it. And I attribute it all to taking it upon myself to make sure that I'm first of all, taking care of my responsibilities, Mm -hmm. which people don't always put themselves in there. You know, responsibility has become outward bills and making sure everyone else is okay. But the number one responsibility has to be taking care of you. Just like when you're on the plane, man, I use that analogy all the time. You got to put your mask on first because if you pass out, you ain't gonna be able to help nobody. Exactly. So that's kind of um that yeah that's really the basis of how I, I I navigate these days, man. From a pure place of just honesty, brutal honesty, and um love, honest, I, just love, man. That's that's really I don't know any other way. <laughs> uh, all of that, man. You know, first of all, just to back as I was taking some notes on the way that I, I appreciate what you said about the whole sad music thing. I I, I want people to deal with their emotions. I don't want them to sit in them. I want them to deal with them. So I feel right. Cause, cause like sometimes people form me these these tracks and I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to listen to it. (laughs) Exactly. Right. And they're like, why? I'm like, because I want to continue feeling and working on the feeling and the frequency that resonates with me. And that is not, I respect the art. But I'd like yeah. to move people out of that. And so I love that you're right. you're living in that. You age. hit it right on the head, right? man. Yeah, that's, I, I that's, feel you. I, that's really what I am as a writer right now. You know, I'm like, it's just like you said, man, I, I don't want to just put you in your feelings. I want to give you something yes. that can literally get you out of it. You know, so that's the that's it. And completely. You, and you said something very, very important because I had somebody, uh, a few people recently, they said, well, first of all, you're right about everybody's traumas are on the table period end of story right now people like you and i we started a while ago and so we were like how are you, how are you having such a great year and i'm like well listen i started about eight or nine years ago on a right. on a very particular i did the healing work i, I was with rabbis and shamans and like <laughs> it's like i yeah, dealt with yeah. spiritual mentors and I, I was like i i read i studied the game i i healed my body i i went and worked out worked with a nutritionist like you know there's a lot yeah. of the, you know, we were prepared. And so, but when, yeah, so, when somebody recently, a few people asked me, they said, hey, with the platforms as big as yours, I'm surprised you're not getting the conversation. I said, number one, I've been in the conversation for eight years. And I said, yeah. number two, the conversation that I've been having is about self-reflection, self-love and critical thinking. What critical you are, thinking, what right? you're yes. witnessing right now is a lot of people's traumas being pinned against each other. In mm-hmm. things that aren't even really real, but the traumas are real, and I was like, yeah. and so I would rather. And you said it; it's like you're, it's like you're reading my mind from that conversation the other day. You said it right there. It was like, what happens when these people all wake up, and yeah. like, holy shit, what just happened? Why am I now seeing all of these things? They're going to need people, resources, and tools. Yeah. We've got to yeah, be man. ready for that responsibility to help them. So we're still doing the work now. So that way, as like I said yesterday on my stories, I'm like, when you all are ready to re- meet me at that at that conversation, I'm here for you. I'm having them yeah. daily with that, with a lot of other people. When you're ready for that, yeah, I'm exactly. here for you. Right? Yeah, man. It's just about leaving the door open. You know, yes. I, I, me and my brother, man. You know, we we went through all the phases, man. Of you know 
being called conspiracy theorists, <laughs> right? <laughs> the whole nine. And our biggest thing was like, nah, man, we just we me and we, we love going down the rabbit hole me as too. information. Just yes, hordes, yes. man. It's it was a no brainer for us to go down the path that we did, which led us to self realization and mm -hmm. led us to learning all these things about healing and about, like you said, man, how to take care of our bodies and how to take care of our brains and how to really ensure that we can be here and be firing on all cylinders. And um, that, that for me, man, is the biggest thing is being able to really just continue to give all this information to the people. Like you said, when they're ready, they will find us. Yeah. And I think honestly, man, not to, not to seem prophetic, but I think next year is going to be that year of awakening, man, where a whole lot of people are yes. going to get to that moment of, wow, we really need to start doing something else. <laughs> but what <laughs> is so that? True. And then it's like, well, here is all this information, guys. Yep. You know, um, and I really look forward to that, man, because people thought 2020 was nuts. Something's telling me mm -hmm. next year is going to be even wilder. Right. You know, and that's why, I, you know, I've, I've been talking to my family a lot. I've been talking to my peers, my closest peers, a lot about just, man, being prepared for whatever. And that's being healthy for one. That's being, you know, sound mind, making sure that you have clarity in your relationships just because, again, man, if 2020 didn't show us anything. It's like you, you really don't know what could happen tomorrow. Yep. And I would much rather be on... I guess the, the, the better end of the spiritual side than yes. anything, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. just in case, just in case. Uh, so, so, um, so true. Cause it could get crazy, man. And I, I've seen it even with my friends, man, I've seen how the foundation of people's lives can get shaken to the point where they really become lost, man. And that's when I begin to feel bad because it's like, there's so much information out there that could mm -hmm. be helping all these people if they were just willing to receive it. But I also know that if you don't have a situation in your life that almost physically stops you yep. and forces you into it, chances are you may not get there. What I appreciate about 2020 was I think this was that thing for a lot of people that actually was like, okay, we need to get it together. Yeah. And um, it's going to take it's going to take a serious cleansing, man. Um, but again, yeah, I just appreciate, I appreciate that, man, that I can just help, you know, that we, that we are out here doing it and that there really are a lot of people waking up, you know, there really are more people than ever, I think, seeking this knowledge finally too. So um, that's what it's all about for me, man. Agreed. There's a, um, what do we know about transformation? We know that there's usually a crumbling of the former self that, uh, you know, people were, people, all of us, was, we all went through our own transformation, but um, people live in. And that yeah. takes time. There's like a kind of whatever, you know, there's like, there's anger, there's guilt, there's bitterness. It's like, oh my God, how could I have not seen this? How could I have done this? How, you know, whatever, or just straight anger in general, still blaming maybe other people, whatever it might be. Until you, that's where I believe it. Yeah, it's, gonna get a little worse it's gonna get a little bit messier mm -hmm. before it gets better mm -hmm. and people are like well, you know why negative i'm like it's not negative it's just that i know that transformation is a breaking yeah. down first of your former self and then an exactly. understanding and a relearning of what you 
you have to relearn everything because the programming is so real that you're like, did yeah. I, you know, and, it, and it's why, and you're right, by the way, uh, the moment people start asking questions, it's such a beautiful transition. And you see it with not yeah. a lot of celebrities aren't, no, but um, there's a couple here and there that I'm watching and they go, some didn't seem right. And mm-hmm. I just did some research. I'm like, go on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to name right. any names. I want to keep it very universal. But it's like, but it's interesting watching them like, and, and then watching the cancel culture kick in like, oh, now you too. And it's like, first exactly. of all, first of all, that's a, that's a noble person right there who's always carved his own path. So you're all going to try to call him out. Like, be careful exactly. of that. And you gotta, like, he's always been right. So why don't you maybe just ask what he's asking? And, and I think it's a great time to ask a lot of questions. And when people are really traumatized, especially right now, it's like, listen, what do you want? What do you think you want? I'm like, well, I don't know. Exactly. I want this. I'm like, okay, why though? And, and how do you think you would like to receive that? And once you yeah. start asking questions, it's over. I got you. You're going to, you're going to, cause you're going to start to be like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Tell me yeah. what's, what's clicking. What's cooking? Because you just haven't been asked or thought of, to think that way before. What? What? Tell me. Exactly, man. And then, then exactly. we're on. Exactly. Right? You know, that's all it takes. Once you take that first step yep. off that plank, man, it's uh, it, it's either you're going to fall deep into it or you're going you're, 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 you're gonna to fight it tooth and nail because of what you've believed your whole life. Yep. And that's, that, <laughs> that's the fight, man. Like you said, that's what everyone is kind of uh, – they don't know they're warming up for that fight right now. But right. It's, it's, uh, it's there you coming. go. <laughs> they, you, just, you really just called that out right there. That's absolutely true. Because that's why I say media, no media. Like we chose without the media to want to automatically dive into the exactly. details of ourselves. So um, so luckily we had already removed ourselves from that anyways. Because I'm like, oh, I don't do yeah. TV. Oh, I don't do the like. And <laughs> by the way, the further you remove yourself, when I read these headlines, I'm like, you guys really don't actually like, are you all right? Like, are you all all right? right? Like that's like, you guys, like seriously, you're, you're here. <laughs> right, man. It is. It, like, what? You know, it's like watching, it's like watching the, the, the worst reality show ever. Yes. Sometime, man. Yeah. You know, which is no coincidence. You know, if you consider the, what's been popular for right. the last 10 years now, it's like for the majority at the very least, you know, it's been reality TV, man. It's yep. been, I think people that were forced fed such a fake version of life for the last decade that you've got this entire you've got this entire generation almost of people, man, that really don't know what's going on out here. Yeah. And that for me and like my brother and I especially, man, has always been the scariest thing and even the eeriest thing about it all. It's like you gotta like, well, how do these people really are asleep? Yeah. You know, when you think about it, like, you know, a lot of people say the matrix, a lot of people say, but it's like, man, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm an, I'm an addicted people watcher. Like yep. I love watching people, man. I love, cause I'm inspired by people and to have seen almost the decline in the willingness to live like a full life even is what astounds me, man. When I really get into my thinking now and I'm really thinking deep and I just think about all the people who aren't even striving to mm-hmm. like really live you know it's like you, we've got this we've got all these people that are really cool with just waking up going through the motions going to sleep repeat and when I when I talk to people man and they hear how I talk about my experiences and about how I have such a lust for life I want to always be on I want to like I want to live man I want to experience as much as this human experience yes. as I can 
it's always astounding to me that there's really people that don't live like that. And then when I ask the whys, it usually comes down to conditioning and programming, yep. man. And that for me is like, you know, it's it, it's going to take real, real work and self-reflection for so many people because it's not even on their radar, man. And um, a lot of people really are going to be forced into forced into doing the work that we willingly went into man and yeah they 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 they're gonna need some help <laughs> <laughs> you got that right man it's so well put but i you know for everybody listening by the way uh we promise you brian and i both promise you it is actually gonna get a lot better like like really oh, yeah. good like it's it, like we're where we're heading uh, from the spiritual side, I, I heard some really great things about like moving out of um, a phase that we've actually been in for about 600 years and then moving into exactly, a, a new, right. a new one that's more like air versus earth, like, you know, and some cool stuff on that tip, which we don't have to go down that rabbit hole, but it's like, but it's interesting to learn about the characteristics of, of one that we're moving out of where it already was about materialism, um, absorption, mm-hmm. consumption, greed, power, like, you know, a certain, but the, the newer paradigm actually is like, higher consciousness there's still wealth and abundance actually it's it's actually really nice um yeah. and it's yeah. it's technology innovation creativity like we and and it's cool cuz you can actually see both parts playing out where that side is moving stronger in its yeah. in its power the other one is dying at the exact same time and what do we know about something when it's uh dying and it's the ego's death it tries to it does some destruction on the way oh, down man. right Come so. on, man. The most, <laughs> you, know, you know, the most. But that's why I loved um, something you you had said earlier, man. It's like from the outside, if people were listening, they would take us as being negative. But for me, it's like, no, it's just real. In order to get to where we're going to go, we're going to have to do some cleaning, you know, and that's just that's just real life, man. And um, there is such a positive outcome from all this like you said man moving into this new age what i believe is going to be the golden era in human history as we've ever known it considering where technology is considering all these things that we're seeing which has put people back up in space for the first time in 60 years all of that is no coincidence mm-hmm. it's like where we are going really does have the potential to be utopia man utopia and maybe not the way that we've seen it in movies and really but then again, you never know. It's like the the potential for where we have to go, man, is is so incredible, which is why I know whatever that power at be that's losing its power, like you said, man, it's definitely not going down without a fight. Now so. now I know we watch the same things. Just some of the words you're using, oh, like, yeah. oh, he saw that one documentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. You mentioned, and, you mentioned uh, Utopia. I am a documentary freak, <laughs> man. And not even that. Um I really, really read, man. I really, 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 really study these things because, like, it's what's interesting to me, man. Like, um, all of it. Like I said, that's why my brother and I, man, we we have we were we were to be honest, we were among the first like young black kids, even on social media, man, who were like driving or trying to drive this information down mm. people's throats. I remember, um, to be honest, man, even what kind of started to build the wedge between us and our dad was. He would even tell us, man, it's like big corporations and all these people are going to be scared to work with y'all because of the things that you know and are willing to say. Yep. And to us then, we 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 were so fight against the machine, fight against the machine that we were like, we don't give a 
fuck. We don't care. <laughs> We're going to just, we, we want to help these people, man. But then we even had to realize, you know, it is kind of a come when you will and I move at your own pace type game. Yeah. And that's the, even the thing for us healers. The hardest thing I think for some of us to realize is as much as we want to knock these people over the head and wake them up, they kind of have to be willing. You know, that's where the whole free will thing really mm -hmm. comes into play. And then for me, it became, well, who's who is inflicting upon our free will? Who has who yes. is really going through? Who is putting in all this effort to make sure that we only focus on these one or two things? Exactly. And that's that's when the rabbit holes can get really, really deep. Um, but that's what I love, man. I love, you know, oh, did you watch this? Did you hear this? <laughs> this is new. I, I'm all about that, man. So we could we could definitely that that's a whole another podcast. I'm sure that we could have for hours where we can just talk about all that, man. But for me these days, it's like it's really just leading by example at this point for me, man. And I, I go on my little rants here and there. I put out the information I feel is fitting for the moment, but I really try my best not to bombard people with too much because they really can't handle it. <laughs> and I can understand how, I mean, here and how all, I mean, pretty much having everything that you've ever been taught in your life broken down in front of you could be daunting, man. You know, I, I I can definitely see that now. And I've had relationships and friendships that have been strained mm -hmm. because, you know, you get to a point where you realize like, man, you, you may really not be ready to have certain conversations with me yet. And that in itself can keep a relationship from growing, you know? And, um, I really want to do whatever I can to best limit that from happening to people. I think if everyone was just more open, man, to, to just to learning new things, you know, I think um, that would help so much. Absolutely. So much, man. Absolutely. Man. But like we said, man, the programming, the program, whoever, whoever the programmer was or is, yep. has a genius level, Mensa level knowledge of our brains, man. Mm -hmm. And, and, that's that's the freaky sci-fi part about it. <laughs> they are on some psychological warfare chess. Yeah. That okay. I, I I'm like, listen, I, now I was like, I I am against every fiber in my being. I am against what how you are doing things, but I have to give it to you. You yeah. have really played chess <laughs> with people's emotions exactly, globally. Man. And exactly. Uh, and, you know, listen, light always wins. But uh, um, that's not my my role is what happens when we uh, um, need the light uh, moving forward. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm the, you know, we have to be there to provide the light. But you're, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it's you, it, it's wild. The programmers out there. I'm right. like, you know, this is and it's weird for me. It's like um, uh, somebody brought this up to me and I liked it. Uh, they're talking about Seinfeld, Bizarro, Jerry, where it's like everything is opposite. Like uh, what is up yeah. is down. I'm like, it's like watching people. I'm like, no, that's not like, yes, I get what you want, but that's the, uh, no, that's the opposite. Yeah. And actually I think you just, um, you were fighting against the thing trying to save you. And then you, uh, looped around and ended up actually on the third layer down. <laughs> it's like there's yeah. so it's wild to watch. It, it, and it's nuts, yeah, man. It's <laughs> you gotta respect it. That's that's I, I like you said, man. I'm a I'm a fighter for the life, 100. Yeah. But if you don't respect 
you you have to it's you don't necessarily have to admire right there you the go. genius of it but if you don't respect the genius of whatever the powers of be have been doing you're gonna miss a lot of the point <laughs> i think it was that's you important know? that's really important what you just said right there um because when there's a respect level of okay um it allows us to like I'm able to make decisions on, um, you know, as people, so there's a small group of us, we were all talking about this because we're all in this weird role where we're trying to help, especially vast audiences. Yeah. How do you leave the breadcrumbs so you're not overwhelming and you're also like not trying to disrupt in a time where a lot of people who are pulling strings, you know, they are like, oh, we're gonna take you down either as well. Mm -hmm. It's like sort of like, hey, listen, mm -hmm. I'm not here to get into this fight. I'm just here to be the light. So all I want people to do is just like take a moment out to maybe think here's a breadcrumb to to start of like think here's some here's a question. I don't I don't want to give you an answer. I just want you to think about it for yourself. And then from there, like exactly. let's have a dialogue if you want and, and it can kind of just go from there. And I think then that leaves it to the respect of like each individual to do the work individually that then can come together collectively like oh okay we're all we've all exactly. kind of been asking these questions we're all able to have this conversation and then that i think brings more people into their power versus yeah. if we're just trying to say i'm going to pull you to this side and now you're going to be thinking this way and you know how could you not see it and how dare you like well that kind of defeats the purpose because now i'm behaving the same way that somebody else is doing it to the on the other side exactly, <laughs> so it's a delicate exactly. situation for sure you know i anyway. think um that that really is the foundation of my teachings now, man, to be honest. It's like, yeah, we could we could build this army of free thinkers and all of that and be completely optimistic that we're just gonna have millions and millions of these people following. But the realistic part about it is, man, is that if the teaching is for everyone to go and focus on you, go become the best version of you, yes. then collectively we naturally yes. are just advancing. Exactly. You know. But as 2020, I think, showed us again, it's if you get all these people into the same chat room, chances are we're never going to find a, uh, we're, we're never going to find a common ground because at the end of the day, and what I believe is the foundation of what the powers that be did was make everything opinion based. Yes. All of these arguments, even with this political campaign, you know, I think more than ever showed was that people love to argue their opinions as facts. And when mm -hmm. we are, living in that time there's there's no way to get to the truth because yep. everyone believes that they are right everyone believes that they are the the the, the smartest the, they they are the most righteous which has really become the thing you know with all these isms now when at the end of the day it's like man you, when we get to the place to where i mean we're just going to have to get back into our human essence man and that's going to take individuals you know it's going to take us becoming individuals and being okay with being individuals you know we this whole new notion of wanting everything to be kind of pc which is interesting considering that means politically correct <laughs> you know i don't think anyone ever really thinks about that but that's not necessarily the life i think we all want to live um but the uh, what i've realized is man as of late is it's going to take a level of acceptance that I don't think people are really ready for, especially because of social media and all these things. You've got a, a level of comparison of one's life to another that's at an all time high right now, that it's hard for people to be themselves. 
And when you don't like yourself, chances are you're not going to want to do the work because you're not going to want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so my biggest thing is, man, is I, I try to teach everyone on an individual, on a per individual level. It's like you have to find out what's best for you and make sure that you're not hurting yourself or anybody else. And chances are, if you're living your life that way, and if we have more people influencing other people to live their life that way, there's there's no way that we don't become a better place just off top. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, one of the biggest, one of the most misleading things to our movement is thinking that we, it's it's going to be we're like we're going to get YouTube view type people to get behind us that quickly when that type of work doesn't happen so rapidly, man. And it's going to have to be an each one teach one type of situation until we reach that cap to where it's like, all right, now we do have that army of people who are actually critically thinking, free thinking, and that aren't trying to, they're not trying to instill our views necessarily on other people mm-hmm. and then having to more be. So how can we, how can we figure out the best way for, all the things that we love and enjoy to not conflict with each other doesn't necessarily mean we all have to hang out all the time, but let's just make sure that we're not doing anything that could necessarily hurt anyone else's movement or progression forward. And that's why I feel like, man, it's really going to have to come down to acceptance. I think people are going to have to accept that some people are racist. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to have to accept that some people really are stuck in whatever timeline mm-hmm. their conditioning yep. was was put into them, man. And that that's a hard thing for a lot of people, especially this younger generation, because they really don't know nothing about conditioning. Yep. And yet it's their conditioning that leads them to act like that. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you know, man, we it's 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 about getting out as much it's about getting um, enough people out of that loop. Yeah. Yeah. And into a straight line of progression, man, that I think is going to be the catalyst. And I honestly believe that 2021 is going to be that year for people that kind of, and it's like, okay, now which way do I go? I surely don't want to go back to where I just came from. So let me bust down these walls in front of me and just figure out what's on the other side of that door. And that's the time I look forward to, man, when people finally go, oh, This is what I've been missing out on this whole time. I can actually make up my own mind. (laughs) I can actually figure out the things that I, oh, sorry. I can actually figure out the things that I like and I'm not being force fed all this nonsense all day that makes me think I like these things. Mm -hmm. That's when I feel like, man, because just imagine this, what I think about, man, is imagine the art that will come from that time. Because think of all the art that's not being made right now by people that have been you know, suppressed for, for, for decades, man, for hundreds of years, bloodlines of families that, yep. you know, were kind of made the worker bees of our society and that really haven't progressed past that was blue collar, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I, I'm one of those people that genuinely believes, man, that we were not put here to work nine to fives. We were not put here to waste that much of our time here. Just, you know, churning out the gold for the powers it be just yep. to be honest i truly believe that there is a there is a legion of people out there man that that have the next that that have the keys that the, that those of us need you know it's just like 
when they wake up, oh my gosh, man, the on the the outpour of energy and the outpour of just of just pure art and energy is going to be unprecedented, man. And it will be that next Renaissance type era, uh, but now coupled with the technology <laughs> that we have. Yes. So it's just to think that 10 years from now, we'll still be living in this archaic type of life. I, I can't see that, no. but is it going to take, is it going to take uh, getting through some mud to get there? Oh yeah. But Luckily, man, I'm on. I definitely am on the optimistic side of we are going to make it through it. I don't think um, I don't think we're ever going to get to a point to where it's how a lot of conspiracy theorists may think. You know, who are on the negative side, who just think we're going to go to wars and the world's going to blow up in ten years and all that. I don't know. I feel like we're we're going to reach a level of being too smart and too. Uh, ethereal in our spiritualness, yeah, man, go. that we are going to figure out how to ascend with this place and really make it to that age of Aquarius type lifestyle yep. that yep. they teach us, man. And I think the signs are there from this last decade of, like you said, man, those these things kind of cleansing themselves from the inside. And now it's gotten to the point to where whoever was running the show knows their time is up. And um, they're going to hit us with as much as they can before they're gone. But we can handle it, man. I definitely think um, there's enough of us now who are in the light that are ready to fight that will ensure that we make it to the other side in one piece. And um, it's just it's, it's we living in the most exciting times, man. I think in human history, I'm, I'm like, I think this is it. And I'm yeah. just thankful, man, that. Um, I'm here to be a part of it, to be honest. <laughs> all of this, man. All, yeah. all of this. Um, I, would, I don't. I don't even know where to begin because you, you, you covered it all right there. Um, I was, I was the whole time I was thinking Renaissance. We're about to move into a Renaissance, uh, yeah. period. Um, it'll have a slowish start, but yeah, my, my, I think the next uh two years are a little rough around the edges in terms of what will be brought to light, and but how the rest of the humanity will start to move into the light more is through um this year everybody else was revealed the coming oh, yeah. year, I believe the higher ups get revealed, and that okay. is gonna be a very yeah. interesting show of like, oh, and you're like, yeah, oh yeah, there you go there there it's all in front of you now, like so. You know, start making some decisions for yourself based on the fact that, you know, and how far does that go up, you know, and so yeah. I definitely and I so my my guesstimates are well to back up, you know, it's funny. I was I was in a circle earlier this year in January before all of this started and this yeah. exact year was brought up and I was like, hey, um, so. Uh, so this is a part of a healing service. My my ex is a best friend of mine, an international energy healer, does some crazy cool work and um, was like, listen, there's a group of 50 of us. And it was like, this year is not the year you think. And we're like, oh, all right, well, what's going on? It's January 3rd, right? It's like, well, what's going on? Right. Well, um, okay. So this year is a very high projecting, emotional, um, disturbing year. And we're like, huh? And we're like, the good news is you all are great. You all in this room have been doing the work for many, many years. We're moving and, and she's describing it as like, we're moving out of earth and into air. And um, that happens in 2021, not 2020. And we're like, all right, all right, what does that mean? And she was like, well, so there's projecting that happens. It's basically like, if you think about earth as 600 years and 
all the things of like power struggle and control. Uh, I mean, it's been going on for centuries. I mean, beyond that, but like just a different energy though. And uh, materialism and, and absorption and consumption and control and all these things. What happens as that starts breaking down is you get a lot of really inappropriate behavior and a lot of um, projecting where you mm-hmm. people you wouldn't even normally expect and maybe even people people who on paper monetarily or lifestyle wise look and feel and have a certain way but maybe aren't leading their lives a certain way might start to have right. a little bit of a crumbling now imagine here in this january 3rd right yeah. and, <laughs> and and remember like about three months ago we were all there were a few of us that were in there especially because there's a big entrepreneurial community in there <laughs> we, were, we were laughing we're like anybody else remember that conversation january 3rd and anybody else like finding this very ironic you know uh but it but but the idea was that um as we move into as you said the age of aquarius and and um and air in this whole idea of it's a higher conscious way more artistic way more um out of the ego and into a whole new field but there's a ramp up time period that takes while another one like look 600 years i mean that's a there's a little bit of an unwinding process that happens when you have an old paradigm on the way out and a new one starting to ramp up and they coexist at the same time that takes a minute. And so the, the idea was like, Hey, yeah, it may start in 2021, but you don't start to see some of the uptick of that. You know, you'll see bits of it, but you start to see it more as like 23, 24, 25 up the next 10 years. You, I agree with you. I I think we're going to head into this amazing Renaissance period. Uh, How could it not after, you know, so anybody listening with what Brian brought up too, very, very like when he was talking about the nine to five and all that stuff, I just urge you to go back to about the 1920s and just look at a few yeah. behaviors that happened around there. And then yeah. let's talk about how some things were set up from there forward. And then yeah. let's talk about how nine to fives changed from the 1800s, but through the 1900s, how that happened. And then the concept of programming and other how that's all yeah. interconnected. That's all I'm going to ask people that are listening. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I think that that's, that's a perfect, uh, that's a perfect breadcrumb right there. Right. <laughs> there you go. And then, right. Um, what I would tell you to that, man, is I remember reading, uh, how long ago was this? This was maybe, you know what? This is Trump's first year in office. So what was that, 2016? Yeah, 16, I remember reading, I remember I was going through this whole, uh, I was in this whole spiritual kick, man. Every mm-hmm. day I'm watching YouTube and all this. Mm-hmm. And I remember stumbling upon this one video of this lady, man. She was from the UK. And she was talking about this time specifically. And she was saying that, just like you said, man, by 2025, we will notice the change. Mm-hmm. And by 2030, Life itself will be, I mean, completely different than we've ever known it to be mm-hmm. before. And that by 2050, we won't even remember what life was like. You know, like I, I think my, my kids' kids are will, will live in the time that we, we've yes. hoped for. You know yeah. what I mean? And to think that we are, we, man, are really living in that beginning time is, um, it's trippy. But then it's exciting because, you know, man, who, who knows what it's right. going to look like? <laughs> right. And for me, man, I'm such a sci-fi geek. It's like I've always wanted to see those types of cities. I've always wanted to see just that, you know, I, I've always believed that we could be there and that there's definitely something 
that's held us back from excelling on that level. But to feel like they are losing their power now is like, all right, let's gear mm-hmm. up and get, be ready for when it's our time to shine. Cause I really exactly. believe that's coming, man. So yeah. it is really interesting. It is really interesting. You, that, uh, the, say the least. there's one, I'll text it to you after we got the, the, which you probably watched it, but there was a documentary where it talked about a kind of a utopic society at the end, uh, where, you know, um, both sides of the government come together, uh, people like a new mm-hmm. kind of form of that or whatever. And they was talking about utopic society. And like, it's interesting because when you, uh, when you remove, um, the narrative that's been struck, see a lot of the narrative is, um, it, whether people realize it or not comes from a scarcity model and a fear model. Yeah. And yeah. so the concept of like abundance and the concept of like, you know, <laughs> and, and <laughs> Not wealth the way it was said over here of like, oh, well, if everybody has this wealth, like, no, 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 that's not what this is talking about. This utopic society is more about like the free flowing of energy, the free flowing of, exactly. you know, of, uh, of money, the free flowing of health, the free, like in a different yeah. state of being is actually where like you have a very like thrive moment i'm just putting that out there what yeah. that might be yeah, related yeah, yeah. to thriving, you know, uh, that's my documentary name. Um, so you know, it's, uh, we, we actually have, there's a lot of, when you remove, because you know, a lot of people say like, well, why would people like do all that? I'm like, the irony is, is that the only people who would ever fear anything, um, you know, the only people who would do something like this actually have internal traumas themselves that are high in yeah. fear, high in scarcity mode, because you wouldn't worry about, um, you wouldn't try to keep people a certain way if you didn't have fear, scarcity, um, you know, exactly, and a bunch of man. other, right? So they're scared to lose something, right? So you it's, know, uh, that, that, yeah, man, uh, well, <laughs> it's coming out for sure. <laughs> so, so, you know, so you've got this, you know, we'll, 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 we'll kind of, you know, I want you to get talk a little bit more about the book, the player's handbook for finding happiness. You, you're working on that. Um, Clearly, I feel like you're going to probably address some of these things. And in general, I mean, um, the, evolution, oh, yeah. the evolution of a man, um, I, I think is very, very important um, because uh, we, first of all, getting rid of the generational, uh, some of the generational approaches and traumas and moving more into like, look, like you can, you can sit in your strong masculine, um, you know, divine masculine, but you can also be vulnerable and honest and it doesn't make you weak it actually makes you a very courageous like you know um forward thinking uh man so i'm glad that you're you're doing this uh especially in approach to women um oh yeah man you know so uh, please expand on anything you you feel like you're gonna be touching on in that um definitely man the player's handbook to happiness is um defining happiness is uh there's a lot of this embedded in there, man, but it is a, it is, it is a more so a very raw, a very open and a very uh, honest approach to just teaching these young guys what will happen if you find yourself in these types of situations mm. and about accepting whether or not you want to be one guy or the other, but you'll never be able to be both. If you want to be a player, be a player, but know that this will happen. But chances are you aren't going to be as happy as one would like to be until you've done the work. So my book, man, it's just, again, I use a lot of my own personal stories and experiences to teach these tools that we've kind of been talking about to first get out of your own way 
to be realize what you actually want in your life and see how to maintain and keep them. And um, yeah, man, that that's really the gist of it. And it's really about relationships. It's about sex. It's about money. It's about business. It's really a general cover of, like you said, an evolution of a young guy, man, but not just a normal young guy. That's really the disclaimer I make. This book is, this book is definitely dedicated to a selected group of guys, but I feel like the information in there will be general enough that if any guy or any young woman could just pick the book up and turn to any page and learn something new. You know, if there's ever been, if this will be the book that finally gives even women a true look into a young man's mind, you know? And again, not just any young guy, but usually the guy that's sought out, you know, usually the guy that's more sought after. And I don't think even a lot of women really know what it's like to be that guy. And I can definitely talk about that. So there will be a lot of that in there too, man. And it'll be quick. I'm thinking it's 13 chapters. It's, it, it's imagine like a pamphlet you could pick up, you know, and literally, if there's ever a time where I feel like a young guy needs help, he can pick this book up and feel like he's talking to his homie or his big brother or his uncle. You know, that's really the, the, the narrative I'm taking in it. And like I said, it's really raw. It's unfiltered. I'm talking about some things in there that I've really never told anybody, even myself. So that's the auto, autobiographical side of it is I'm really, really sharing so much of who I really, really am or who I was in order to get to who I am now. And um, I really just look forward, man, to, to, to giving it out because I really feel like it'll be a big help for people, man, especially young men, especially young men, especially young black men. You know, I really don't do the race thing too often, but I would be, I realized how remiss I would be to not touch on the fact that I, I really am a different version of a young black guy, especially, you know, the version that people um, put out there. And I just really look forward, man, to kind of giving these insights and then hearing other people's stories. I can't, I look so forward to the response and people sharing their stories because I think that in itself, man, will just start that snowball effect of, um, like we said, man, just getting more ears, getting more people open to even sharing and accepting each other. You know, I feel like, you know, we talk about women, all the, we, women have so many platforms where they get to feel accepted, mm -hmm. they get to feel, mm -hmm. You know, but we really don't have that. You know, like guys have Sports Center. That's about it. We can come together. We can talk about all that. But I, I don't really know of many platforms, especially for us young black men, where we can get together and really, really share the things that are on our hearts about fatherhood, about brotherhood, and about relationships, man. And I really want to be a pioneer and a role model for that conversation at the very least. Just so guys can begin to understand that it's okay to have gone through some of these things. It's okay to have had to have worked through some of that personal trauma. But once you realize that that trauma is there, then you really have no excuse not to do the work. And then if you're not doing the work, then that's when you become that asshole. Yep. And that right there is that, that's the mission statement for the book right there. <laughs> I should probably honestly write that down. Don't worry, but it's recorded. That's really it, man. <laughs> Boom. You know, it's really a pure and honest just record of, again, you know, cause and effect, really. This mm -hmm. is what will happen if you do this. So if you want to go down that route, here's what to expect. But here are some tools that might help you find a better point of view or a better path to take. 
to achieve what you yourself feel is happiness for you. You know, my book is also not some broad, you know, it's not just one way. I'm not talking to, I'm not telling you how to be happy in one capacity. No, it's really about finding what makes you happy and then being true to yourself as to be able to just expand that happiness and extend that happiness to everyone else that's around you. You know, um, that's really it, man. That's the basis of it. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a lot of really good stuff in there too. I mean, especially, um, you know, (laughs) people having, uh, well, first of all, the ignorance is bliss because once you're out of ignorance and once you know better, you can't go back. So if you don't actually correct now what you know, you're going to become that asshole, as you said, (laughs) you know, because you know, once you know better, you have to do better. That's that's life. Yeah, like right. that's what your soul is here to do. Your soul is here to ascend. If you're not like willing to do the work, you know now. Before you didn't know, okay, I got it. Now you know right. you got to do better. And I think it's really important. You're right. Um there's a lot of platforms for women. Um men, I think there's a couple here and there popping up, but there needs to be a lot more um yeah. because there's so you know the roles in so many ways have like been defined too by by social and by uh internet and and tv and all these things and it's like so men are dealing with a whole other set of traumas both traumas from just maybe from growing up past lives whatever but growing up and other things and then and then also the oh well you should have this or you should have that or this is what makes your worth and like so and I've been watching, yeah. there was a, a friend slash client of mine where they were working with some really interesting men's groups where in the surveys, it was interesting to see what some of the men, like their their hiccups were, were like, well, you know, I, I struggle with how much money should I be making to, you know, that she'll, she'll, a woman will feel like, you know, safe. And I'm like, ain't that, and isn't that a little fucked up? Cause the, right. the cause, cause the, if we're really being honest with you, like security comes from behavior and character. And I, I'm very passionate about that because I remember, I remember when we were like back in the day, be like, Hey, so like, well, you know, is that a secure like job? Like, is that this? And then is that, I'm like, or like, Oh, I don't really get what you do. I'm like, well, I own a company and this is what we do. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't get it. I'm like, Oh, but if I was, a, I remember there, there was one woman in particular. I was like, Oh, so if I were a neurosurgeon, you would know what that is. She's like, well, yeah. I'm like, no, you don't. I was like, what is, what is yeah, it? I was like, right. you know, it's a brain surgeon. You know what a neurosurgeon does? And she's like, well, no. And I'm like, oh, so now we're talking about titles because that's how we measure worth. And she did exactly. not like me saying that, but I was like, no, I'm sticking up for myself because I'm tired of this shit. You know? And she was like, yeah. damn. I'm like, well, no, it's true. I'm like, it's, it's not fair. I'm like, so if I, but if I have something over here that you can understand, but it's actually going really well and it's growing and it serves a really great function. And by the way, it's innovative for where we're heading and that everybody else now in the year 2020 exactly. is like pummeling us for all the work. Duh. <laughs> like, it's right. like, this is like, it's like five year ago conversation. It's just so funny that, you know, and, but men go through these things and I just, I think it's so, so important um, that they have platforms to be like, here's what I'm dealing with. And it's affecting, I think, how I'm approaching stuff. And I don't even sometimes yeah. know, like I'm even probably consciously doing things because isn't this what they want or isn't this what I'm supposed to be doing or like whatever. They just need outlets differently. So you creating that platform and I'm saying you should probably maybe even have it go beyond the book and turn it into a whole like online community platform um you know it's funny you say that man because um that's really what i've been thinking man and maybe that maybe that's something you could even help me with man there you go beyond this that yep. would be an awesome collaboration i think happy um, to show you happy to show you all the all so, those things yeah 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 man you know um i'm just 
it just really gives me joy, man. It really, it really, this is the, this is my thing outside of music that I've realized that I'm this passionate about, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, man, I, I want to do whatever I can to help at this point. You know, I've lived, I've done so much. I've been able to experience so much that, you know, I'm ready to really give back, man. I'm really ready to just to lead by example in that way. And to just be in, I'd love to be that person that people know they can come to, you know, without having to hit everybody over the head too often. I would love to become that guy that, you know, even the majority knows that they can reach out to me and get a real honest and open opinion and some links to some other places, because I'm not one of those people either that thinks I know it all. I, I'm not one of those people that thinks I'm the end all be all on any of these topics, but I, one thing I do know about myself is that I'm definitely doing the work yep. and that's what I would love to, that, that's what I hope my brand extends to people that they can trust that if I do tell them something, it's not rapid fire talk. It's not something I haven't really, really, really plumbed into deeply. Um, they can really trust what I say. And cause it, and at the end of the day, man, it'll always come from my heart and it'll never come from a, uh, you know, a, a finger pointing type of uh, uh, just foundation, yeah. man. I I, I want to. Uh, I would love for the conversations to always go like this, and for everyone to feel satisfied at the end. Um, Amen. That's my goal, man. With one hundred percent. Amen. It's been amazing, man. You don't even realize how far the time. It's been an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> like I love. I, I, I never, you're right. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're. Well, I'm glad you're the you're the third uh, episode today. Uh, because um, these conversations. Uh, uh, it's funny. People always ask like, how long do they go? I'm like, well, they're supposed to be forty five minutes to to an hour. They're like, how long do they usually go? I'm like, hour and fifteen, hour and thirty, hour and forty five. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not quite Joe Rogan yet, but it's getting there. <laughs> you know, because yeah, I love it. Man. There's so much flow, man. I love I, it. Where, uh, well, first of all, you know, um, Taraba, I mean, you're welcome back on anytime, um, you know, and I think there's a lot more conversations to unpack here. So whether it's a month from now or two months from now, let, we can continue to have those conversations. Uh, and I always love when people take me up on that offer and, and come back on because it's a journey driven podcast. Oh, but more importantly, there's a lot of topics. Definitely here. will, man. And um, yeah. and I'll connect with you here in a second offline. We'll, we'll keep talking here in a minute. But um, where can everybody find out about you and all the things that are going on or if they if you just want to focus them in one area but where online can they can they get in touch with you and like learn more and all that stuff man um everywhere you can find someone i'm at brian mcknight jr man it really makes it really easy honestly um all the music is on all platforms now and uh, as soon as i get the book ready that'll be everywhere i would imagine too and that's i'm um, really becoming the focus i think for top of the year Perfect. so yeah man at brian mcknight jr everywhere feel free to hit me you can reach out to me um producers send me beats <laughs> yes um i'm there man um and i'm here like I'm, I'm really here for the people at the end of the day um i am a scorpio so i am quite introverted but there is a part of me that needs that connection that needs that uh camaraderie i feel from communities so i'm here man and um yeah i appreciate you for having me bro this was really great three of my tight circle i'm a taurus three of my tight circle are, are scorpios and we all like always look at each other like yep yeah. yep mm -hmm, yep loyalty and then like you know that whole 
like giving it keeping it real <laughs> you know it's like let's just yeah, get man. this shit real yeah yeah absolutely man uh we'll continue to connect we're gonna we'll talk here offline in a second um but uh for everybody listening brian mcknight jr you can go check him out on find him on insta you can find him on all platforms on spotify on apple um everywhere really but uh if you want to start it on his instagram reach out to him as well producers reach out men reach out the book is coming out next year he's working on oh, yeah. it and um and i'll you know i'll be sure to put all this in the show notes as well so it'll show up on all platforms but uh man this was a dope conversation i really appreciate it i i could keep going on terrors on this shit so we probably will we probably will offline as well but you know i i really appreciate you man uh and thank you for being on the show uh, thank you so much man it was really great talk absolutely really. absolutely everybody listening for brian mcknight jr for myself Matt Goss, for hustle sold separately appreciate each and every one of you guys thank you so much for the the outpour of the messages the feedback the the questions you want like for I feel like all the guests anyways we end up answering it but we can also do we could continue to expand on all those conversations thank you for all the ratings and the reviews seriously truly appreciate you guys I, I love you all I'm so grateful and uh we're just gonna keep going for this week we're out